0: Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play.
1: Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of Cyberpunk.
0: I'm Toasty. A fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting.
1: And I'm Genesis, an old-school media tech with a love of character deep dives.
0: Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future.
1: We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back, Chooms, to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl, Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty. Dude, so much has changed over the last week, and it feels like forever since you and I talked.
0: It's it's been like a week and three days since our patron chat. It has been a minute.
1: Oh, Okay, and then with patron chat, we're talking with other people, too, so it has been a minute since you and I just got to sit down and talk.
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, it's been a week. Get to kick off episode 169.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And we do have some really nice stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, we will get to the results of the VGA in just a minute, uh, nice. but first I wanted to get the scream sheet out of the way because it was really cool and I didn't want to bring it up last week. But even before that, we had talked about the book that Mr. Hands was reading, the physical paper book that we were shocked about. Mm-hmm. And it was called The Chessmen of Mars. So, after reading the wiki and being thoroughly confused trying to figure out characters in the third book of a series, I believe that the reason Hans is reading this book is because of this portion. Quote, while working on the piece, Burroughs, the author, created a worksheet with 70 entries related to architecture, locations, equipment, and geographical locations. One of these Probably the most notable is his, cre- is his creation of Jetan, J E T A N, the Martian version of chess played with living people. So the board consists of a hundred black and orange squares laid in an alternating pattern. So think chess Uh, both black and orange players are given 20 pieces and in the novel it is played at life size at an arena with actual living people who are dressed to appear the same as the pieces they represent the game is a fight to the death And when a warrior is moved into one of the squares and a warrior of the opposing color occupies the space, the two must engage in mortal combat. So, Hans, it is. Hans has got to be learning from all the old masters in the art of moving these living chess pieces to win the game of life. Mm -hmm. It's so fitting it's so perfect.
0: I was I was kind of like reading this over before we started the episode or whatever. I think the thought was really funny, not related to it, but in Mortal Kombat. Apparently, Google Docs wants to auto-correct Mortal Kombat to combat with
1: a K. Oh, nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's actually a thing that it does. It was like, you mean Mortal Kombat? <laughs> it was like, no, actually, for once... That's not what we mean, but all right.
1: No. There is no sub zero in this script tonight.
0: Or is there? Hmm. Because I mean, later on, we're going to be talking about how cold we're getting with the drip. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was dumb, but it's fine. All you know right. what else is fine, Jin? Actually, it's more than fine. Um, Cyberpunk won best ongoing game.
1: Woohoo! It's Seriously, genius. huge accomplishment. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, we get to see a little the uh, the 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 one dude that you like get up and uh, mm-hmm. accept the award or whatever.
1: Both I- of them. <laughs> it was Gabriel both, and both Pavel. Them?
0: Okay, I I recognize Gabriel, but I I was I, I didn't watch that part of I didn't watch the the VGAs. I just saw clips. Um, God, what a fucking wild ride these ones were, um, in both good ways and bad. Uh, but yeah, so congrats to to Cyberpunk for beating out Fortnite and Apex and. Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm.
1: so <clears throat> that's a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, not only is Phantom Liberty amazing, but the major patches that they have come out with, I think that that's definitely what pushed it over the edge, because 2.0 made this a whole new game.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was their commitment to... Like pushing out those patches, not just like doing some bug fixes and moving on, you know, they, they really wanted to make the game a better game for the people who loved it mm-hmm. and the people who hadn't had a chance to
1: try it because of that.
0: So, uh, super appreciated that they put the time and effort into it.
1: And then even, I think it was the day before the game awards, they came out with the 2.1 patch. And mm-hmm. it's just so fitting. So I think we should talk about it. Two point
0: one. Yeah, two point patch. Two point one, probably. If I had to guess, probably the last big patch we're going to get for Cyberpunk as they're starting to move their their people onto Witcher four and Cyberpunk two. So, mm-hmm. but it is still pretty sizable patch. But yeah, so we got in patch 2.1, we got a bunch of cool additions. Um, Nothing like super crazy, I would say, but a lot of them are just real fun, enjoyable, and just nice to have. Um, So probably just to like list off some, there's a lot, actually. We'll just go by one by one. Uh, So First up is the Metro change uh, or complete add-on because this didn't exist before. So now you can, uh, whenever you log in for the first time, not log in, you don't log into Cyberpunk. You play the game for the first time. After after uh, installing patch 2.1, I believe you get I don't think there's any quest or text mar- text messages associated with it. Um, there may be a text, uh, um, but it got missed out because there's a lot of text. Once this update <laughs> happens, you're going to get...
1: So, yes, you do get an actual full thing for the new Metro. You get a text message, but then you also get an item display because you get your card and you take it and you look at it. So, there yeah. is something to it.
0: So. I think the text message will, uh, you know, basically give you the information that this is a thing now. And then you can, and they show up on the map as little purple icons, so distinct. Um, and you can go to one of those and get onto the metro. And there's, I think, like 10 different routes that you can take, um, depending on where you're at. And, It can take you from pretty much anywhere in the city and you can just ride on the metro. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I've only done it once. I know that there's specifically supposed to be some like NPC interactions and like different unique things to happen. I haven't, I've only done it once. So I haven't really gotten anything like that yet. But I did just get to like chill. And look out the window and honestly, if you just want to like relax and take in the scenery of, you know, this beautiful game is real nice is, you know, it's an interesting different method to fast traveling.
1: Mm-hmm. But it is also a fast travel option too. you can select fast travel from uh, one stop to another stop so it opens up the map a little bit more for harder to reach areas. Um, Yeah.
0: And you can, um, if you decide at any point that you are, you know, tired of riding the Metro, uh, there is an option to get off at the next stop and it will just cut you to it. So you don't have to like, actually, you're not forced to sit and wait for the Metro to be done before you can get off. So don't worry about that, but it is cool. It's a nice little, like fun. A lot of people talked, uh, I remember like way back when, um, before two, like way before 2.0 when people just talked about they just wanted more immersive things in the game things that you Mm -hmm. could do to just feel more immersed in the game this is definitely something for that so
1: yep I've done it twice now and I have had one guy just kind of ranting and raving Um, I don't know if that was like one of those unique interactions but I couldn't talk to him he was just bitching about how everything smelled really bad
0: yeah, I think it's just supposed to be a little, I don't know, I think that there are some, or I think there's like somebody that like will try to like sell you something or whatever. Like there's a couple ones that actually interact, but I think some of them might just be like kind of static things to, to watch, so.
1: Yeah.
0: You want to talk about the next one, Jen, considering, uh you know, you're the romance gal.
1: I am. Uh, it's girl. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) They have updated all of the romance options and added so many unique little moments there were, of course, we got some text messages updated in the 2.0 patch. But 2.1 now allows you to have unique interactions depending on what apartment you want to go to. So, uh, you can, you can send a text message to whoever you are romancing. And in the case where you're romancing both options available to your V's gender, uh, you can text them both, which is a little messed up, but, um, it, it's good though, that it only allows you to be on one date at a time. So if you text, uh, in most people's cases, first, if you text River in the morning, uh, it will not allow you to text Judy at the same time. You can do. You can only choose one. Um, and then, I really lo- I need to experience the Pan Am ones to see if they're any different than the interactions that I have with Carrie. Um, but I think they're fun. Uh, yeah, they're
0: uh they're interesting and they're like just nice um i think there's most of the uniqueness just comes from the dialogue choices you have but like there's not very many of those like two to three i think Mm -hmm. per per person um
1: but they are the same dialogues that they are the same dialogues that if you were to call them randomly it's the same options
0: Yeah. Or if you go to visit them wherever they're at and you talk to them or whatever, like it's, it's the same one. So it's nothing like too crazy. Um, but you now, uh, have the option and it seems like some apartments have like specific interactions. So we haven't seen them all. Um, but like you can, uh, sit on the couch, uh, chat and then cuddle, uh, which is just really cute. Um, I don't know how the interaction is per different like characters or whatever, but basically I I know that I had a conversation with Judy talking about how I wish we could spend more time together and whatnot. Um, I don't know if it's the same dialogue for all of them Mm -hmm. No, Okay, cool. Um, that's cool. Um, there's a one that's like, you like look out the window and talk about like leaving night city. Um, that's yeah that's one that i have with judy. I think that one might be unique specific because judy does want to leave night city um and like i know carrie and river are both two that want to stay in night city so mm-hmm. i wonder how that differs for them uh, i won't know because i didn't i i fucked river but i told him that i didn't want a, a relationship with him so uh <laughs> um you can take a shower mm-hmm. uh, and they'll join you in the shower uh, Judy specifically hums the Laguna Bend song whenever she joins you in the shower. Um,
1: Carrie hummed also- a song too, but I didn't recognize it right off the bat. I need to do it again and then see if it's something that plays during his missions or if it is that Judy song, and I just don't recognize it because I've only done it the once.
0: I would I would doubt it's the Judy song. Maybe he's maybe he's humming his like little song that he did on the boat. <gasps> like what are on the guitar?
1: I feel like I would have recognized that. But I'll listen to it again.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think that's... It's about all the ones that I have. Uh, I did see a video where you apparently can interact with them on the pool table in the Glynn uh, apartment. Which was... Uh, had made me fucking take a second. Because that was uh, wild. Um... Yeah. You and also you, need to
1: go stand in front of the mirror and see what Judy does.
0: Oh, okay. I'll have to go see about that. one well, then, I, uh, um, I didn't realize there was a mirror interaction. It's hard to tell sometimes cause you do have to be standing in a spot that's interactable for them for like a few seconds before they actually like move through the apartment to get to it. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of that. Um, I know. I don't know how they like do things depending on apartment or whatever. I do know that the first one I did the Glen apartment because it's the nicest apartment. Um, and whenever I came in, Judy was playing uh, the Roach Race uh, game and like stopped playing when I showed up. So I thought that was I thought that was cute. I don't know if that's a thing for all of them or if just Judy because she's kind of like into that stuff. It'd be cool if that's specific to her.
1: I took Carrie to the Corpo Plaza apartment first and he was uh drinking a beer and staring out the window uh okay. and then i took him to japantown apartment and he was lighting incense
0: okay i have to pay a bit more t- i missed what i took i've taken judy to my actual apartment um which i can't remember exactly what she was doing she came walking from like the left side um, mm-hmm. but i'm not sp- Specifically sure. And then I didn't notice what she was doing in the Japantown one. Um, so uh and you mentioned I think in the Japan town one that you could get him to play the guitar. That is not no. a thing. Oh no? Okay. Uh, uh
1: you can't it, even interact
0: with the guitar while they're there. So no
1: nope. I tried I tried a bunch of different ways to get like even my V, who normally can just sit down and play the guitar, uh it, he wasn't able to. So that's yeah. sad.
0: But, yeah, uh, the only downsides about this specific thing are the cheeky fucking developers decided to call it. I really want to stay at your house, you bastards. Uh, And then if you dance with them, they play the song. So, um, you know, thank you very much, CDPR, for allowing us to hang out with our romance options. Also, fuck you.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh It's yeah, a cute it's dance so scene. We appreciated it, but it's super fucking rude. It's very rude.
0: I'm not, I don't appreciate that, but, but yeah, so <laughs> that's that one. Those are kind of two of the bigger ones. Um They also added the option to listen to the radio while you're just walking around. You don't have to be in a car. You can just turn on the radio. Although it's finicky. I've noticed. Um, I don't know if it's because I was trying to do a I was doing a quest line whenever I first started to like interact with radio. And it seemed like when I got like there were certain spots where I just lost connection. Like it would just stop playing and then I'd walk away and it uh it would start playing again. And then I'd get back in like a different spot and it stop. So it was like real weird. I guess like the interactions with like quest things or something kind of like fucks it up. Um, which kind of makes it a little but oh well.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's because, we, like, for we're playing on the PC, it's Z to track your current quest, and that flips the radio off. So that kind of messed with it for me. Um,
0: mm-hmm. It didn't. So it wasn't specifically, it was, like, while I was, like, on a quest. Or, it's, like, it seems like, you know how some parts your, like, keys at the bottom will, like, read out? Because you can't like do like you can't use your phone, you can't call a car or whatever. Seems like whenever that happens, the radio also stops playing. Uh-huh. So it makes it a little weird whenever you're doing stuff like actively in like a quest, and it doesn't. Once you to interact with those things, it'll turn off the radio too. So like, I was doing, I think I was looking for like the the Voodoo Boy stash or something in Dogtown, and every time I stepped within a certain like area, it would just turn off. So it was like coming on and off and on and off like repeatedly and it was just like i'm just gonna turn this off (laughs) like it's just i got tired of hearing it
1: yeah that makes sense um Mm -hmm. but that radio is used in the cars and on motorcycles Mm -hmm. i like that the fact that we got new cars new motorcycles and replayable races um which i did today um It was very, very interesting. And I actually got a new quest um, and the completely separate from, let me start this over again. Added the new cars. They added a new Porsche 930 all decked out in samurai stickers and it's weaponized. So I was like, hell yeah, I need this. I bought it. And it is a very interesting quest. And I think that people need to go play that one. Go buy you a new Porsche.
0: Gotcha. I'll probably do that for the quest and then I'll just never touch that car.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's Um,
0: incredibly ugly to me. The big yellow, like whatever backside. I was just like.
1: It's worth it for the little mini mission that comes along with it.
0: Yeah. For sure. I'll buy it. I'm just going to keep riding around on my motorcycles and my Caliburn.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I went to a race because it was, was like right there uh, from where the quest line finished. And uh, it, unfortunately I thought that I would be able, like with the Claire races, you get to pick which car you want to use in the race. This mm-hmm. one, it brought me back to that Porsche, even though it wasn't the last car that I had driven. Um, so I was kind of upset with that. I don't know if it pulls the last car you have purchased or how that works. Um, I'm going to play weird. around with it a little bit more because that Porsche did not ha- like being in the badlands and running on that track at all.
0: That's very fair. Uh, yeah. And the, for notice, like, cause like Johnny's Porsche is not a fast car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it really isn't like, so yeah, I think. I wonder, I wonder what's up with that, but you know, it's fine. Little, little tweaks, you know, it's nothing too crazy. I'm sure they'll fix it. Uh, if there's actually like a weird bug involved with it or whatnot, um, along with, you know, the new cars, the new motorcycles and everything, they've also added, uh, some enhancements for bikes. So they are now more maneuverable. And I still I haven't tested this out yet. I need to, um, But apparently you now have a leaning function so that you can like lean into corners um, to more easily make turns which should hopefully uh, make it a bit easier to navigate around them. because yes bikes are easy to like move through cars and stuff, but sometimes you take corners or if you hit like geometry in a weird way you fucking bounce into the stratosphere. and so maybe the leaning will stop that from happening because it can be a pain in the ass. Sometimes I have gotten stuck in a tree. <laughs> from that, So I, you know, uh, I'd like not to get stuck in a tree anymore. Um, and you can do like stunts and stuff. So you can like do flips and turns and whatnot. Um, if you like hit some of the jumps or, uh, or whatever. Um, and, you can now use throwable weapons on bikes, which is yeah. nice for me because that's what
1: I use. You are going to be unstoppable.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be fun, especially like I can hit my Sandy now and just. Oh, let's see. I'll see how good it looks. It looks like the clip that we saw looked like real clean. So I'm, I'm wondering to see how like actually it like fits. Cause I have to imagine like, It's hard enough to, like, hit throwables sometimes. I have to imagine there's, like, some, like, hit box, like, adjustments just to make it easier. Because otherwise you have to hit some pretty accurate shit to, like, hit people.
1: (laughs) Uh, I wonder if the throwables get the same auto lock box that you get from a weaponized car while you're shooting.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Uh, hopefully, That'd probably because that's the only thing I think that makes it viable because otherwise I think it's like you just have to have like really good like reaction times and like aim yeah. to actually do that. So, you know, but it's cool.
1: Uh, next up on the list was the sightseeing spots, and I haven't found any of these yet, but.
0: I haven't either, but apparently there are some places on the map that have little binoculars and you can just like use them to look. They're like literal, like sightseeing, for, like, you know, you go out in real life to like a national park or something and mm-hmm. you can use, them to look around. Apparently there's, that's just that. So it's interesting. Um, I'm wondering if there's any unique, like locations or like something. I don't know.
1: Drop us a Spotify comment if you find one of those locations and we'll go check it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, added as well, there's some accessibility options, uh, some more colorblind options, it looks like, and the ability to change the appearance of your HUD, um, font sizes, as well as the color of the HUD. Um, just some like quality of life and accessibility options that make it easier for uh, people to
1: the accessibility options are really cool because even for people who are visually impaired or um, have the color blindness issues or even for me, sometimes uh, low light vis- visibility stuff or when like I'm looking at something bright on the screen and then the text is all in white, I can't always follow it. Um, yeah, no, I think that these are really awesome things to be in the game. Mm hmm. Um okay, more immersive updates such as more aggressive gangs, car chases, and the interactions with vendors. Okay, aggressive gangs and car chases for damn sure. I've had three separate gangs attack me already, and I've only been playing in the new patch for like two and a half, three hours.
0: Yeah, no, I I haven't seen it as much, but like I I've still I was still in the midst of like Phantom Liberty stuff and like like, end, end of DLC Phantom Liberty stuff, so I think that it was just, like, gangs just weren't present as much. I definitely did get rolled up on. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, leaving a place, and a car rolled up, and just started attacking, and I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> like, they fucking <laughs> they tried to drive by me,
1: and I was like, damn! Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I love it, though. I think it's amazing.
0: It feels good. It feels really good. Um, Like, yeah, like, it, it's just increases your immersion you know piss off some gangs that come after you um, apparently you can also like talk to some like bartenders and stuff like that now more like casually there's other like dialogue options and stuff I haven't had a chance to check those out yet um, but like I'm wondering you know who in specific or if there's anyone in specific or it's just like general like if you go up to a uh, to just one of the the clubs or bars and just talk to them wonder it's if Claire a- has more options.
1: Oh, I don't know. Claire still yeah. hates me. I need to play a different save file.
0: Oh, what she Yeah. Say? What is- what
1: did because I didn't let her murder... Her guy, okay? I didn't want that stain on her soul. I had fully planned on winning the race and go killing the bastard myself. But no, she wanted to do it. And so she hates me and won't serve me at the afterlife. And even yells whenever I walk into the building. No, no, no. We don't serve you here. Damn. Okay. She's so mean to me. I didn't know got that
0: crazy. Yeah. That's wild. I don't think I let her them, but i like i like went we went to the place and like
1: okay you know, i like, didn't stop she, i won yeah the race that makes
0: sense that makes a lot of sense so i at least stopped and like convinced her like hey you, you don't actually want this. this isn't gonna do anything for you so yeah so if you i that makes sense though she literally hired you to do this one thing not to win the race
1: <laughs> yeah i know Hey, did you I enjoy the meddies though. <laughs> I fucked up. Okay, I understand.
0: Is, is this your Corp up playthrough? It makes sense. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, uh. But speaking of enhanced, there are now enhanced boss fights. Um, it's not. I don't think it's supposed to be all of them, but there's some. Like it's some. Um, we do know one thing for sure, though that Adam Smasher is one of those enhanced boss fights and that he will now, uh, because there was an issue with players being able to just straight one shot him um, or like beat him very easily. And I get that. I have been, I have done that. Um, My my first ever playthrough, I killed him in like three seconds. uh, Like I was just so powerful at that point. But he should actually prove to be uh, quite a challenge now. He will try to close space with you much quicker. Um, and um, to add, you know, put the cherry on top of everything, these rude developers decided to give him the fucking edge Sand Devastan animation whenever he uses his. So... Yeah. Thanks. So I have yet to fight him, but I am in game. I'm tempted to just run through one of the endings to see, like how hard it is of a boss fight.
1: Yeah, I definitely have a save file where that would work. I could probably run through in game tonight, but uh, I'm not sure yet. I, yeah. I want to go exploring
0: a little bit more. It's it's what I've been doing. Well, I mean, I finished Phantom Liberty, but like i was just kind of like checking out different interactions with the. The romance hangouts and just uh, seeing how the game plays now, just like uh, kind of driving around and, and seeing what happens. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know I gotta right. play on the other side of fantasy Phantom Learning. <sighs>
1: Yeah, uh, there were, of course, a plethora of other quality of life updates and bug fixes and a lot of little things that we'll discover throughout the time playing the game. Um, so we're excited to find more details and get them all figured out.
0: All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything else you want to talk about the 2.1 patch before we head into the mid break?
0: Oh. Uh- No, I think that's about it for me.
1: All right. Let's go to the mid break then. Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about the show and not the lore of cyberpunk. We don't have any new patrons to read out. We don't have any new reviews to read out. I don't have any new comments to even talk about. Sad face, sad.
0: It's fine. You know what? It's understandable. They're all playing patch 2.1. They're just, you know, they're just busy. Okay. get it.
1: It's fine. I understand. But I do have one important thing to quickly go over here. Um, The new iOS 17 update uh, to iPhones. I don't know if this is a bug or a feature, but it's a shitty feature if it is uh made it so that way your iTunes app will automatically unsubscribe you from a podcast if you have not listened to an episode in two weeks. So what this means is that you definitely need to double check your settings, double check who you're following, and while you're on there, drop us a five-star rating on, on iTunes because that'll make me happy. But Uh, for shows that only put out an episode once a month or shows that only you only listen to episodes every once in a while, depending on the topic, well, you need to make sure that you're still subscribed to them so that way you do get those notifications when new episodes um, come out. Uh, So please check your iTunes, uh, give us a follow on there, give us a rating on there, drop us a review. It really does help the show be seen and of course you can always leave reviews and or little comments and ratings on Spotify or on Audible or pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts. All right. I think that's all I have for the midbreak.
0: Uh the only thing I have to say is do you uh, do yourself a favor don't don't worry about this annoying little iTunes feature. Just get Spotify and use that.
1: It's true. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> All right. So then let's get back into the show and we will start talking more of your Phantom Liberty playthrough.
0: Yes. So I believe last we left off, I was getting ready for the big party. Mm -hmm. So now it's time to talk about said big party. Um. So, of course, to start it off, uh, our job is to infiltrate um, through some sewer tunnels, um, which I'm sure is a great thing to uh, be sneaking through right before a big fancy shindig. Um, At least you know, get a
1: really cool diving suit.
0: That's true. We get a cool diving suit. This part was actually... Really interesting because we don't get a whole lot of underwater stuff. So it was cool to like be swimming underwater, like navigating through all of this like rubble and stuff. And these like blocked, like or flooded sewage tunnels um, because Kurt Hansen is so smart. He even decided to flood the sewer tunnels. So he'd have, he'd cut off access and would have, the most secure facility possible. Um, but of course we're badass super spies now um, so we're gonna do all of the cool stuff um, and so you get in um, there's a little bit like it was a little weird for me I think I got a, like kind of confused um one of the big parts yeah these there was mines. why are mm-hmm. there mines underwater? <laughs>
1: So, for a couple different reasons. One, they could have been leftover charges for when he set them off and to flood the tunnels and make it all rubbly Mm -hmm. down there. Or it could have been, oh no, we're under siege again and we're going to blow up everything and do a second detonation.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, So that was, you know, those were fun. Those aren't too hard to disable, though. I mean, I had a 20 tech ability. I wasn't worried about them. Um, I did get a little turned around in the, like, bigger, like, like, once you, like, surface in that room or whatever, you kind of have to, like, navigate around some platforms to, like, extend, I think, an elevator or something. Mm. Um, So I do remember that I got a little confused. Um, And then I had to, like, jump to a ladder, and I Definitely failed the first time. <laughs> and I, you, luckily you just land back in the water and you just have to do it all over again. But you know, it's not a big deal. But uh, once we get inside and uh, kind of help Solomon get past some guards using the cameras um, and whatnot, and then you get a really cool sequence. This next part, Where, so you have to take out a sniper, and then you have to basically uh, navigate Solomon throughout this facility and get him to where he can uh, drop down the bridge for you to cross. This part is so cool. This is top tier spy shit right here. Like, this was awesome.
1: Yes, Um, this is also the part where I was like, you'll get to see Solomon sneaking around and walking kind of funny again.
0: He definitely did that. It was that big ass backpack, too. I know. It was massive. Um, But, you know, it's fine. You get to use the big tsunami arms sniper rifle that is like, I guess, like wired into like the net structure for this tower. So you can like both you can access the cameras from it, um, which seems like a very potent combination for defense, but it also a very potent combination when you're infiltrating this place. It's also silenced.
1: It's really cool. Really, really freaking cool.
0: Yeah. So it was fun to like get him through here. Uh, and you know, it's not that difficult of a thing to do. You can kind of like tell him to hide when he needs to hide from like patrols. Um, you can like tell him to take alternate routes, um, like around and under people. Um, it's just, it's just cool. And you get to shoot people through walls because this is a powerful fucking sniper rifle. <laughs> so I had fun with it. It was very cool. It was top tier, like spy shit. Um, what it felt like so uh yeah uh, otherwise, I can see it being a pain in the ass if you fuck up because the, it's long it's it's definitely a longer sequence, so this takes a solid like ten ten minutes probably, like,
1: yeah, and I did so. fuck up once and I, I I restarted it because I didn't understand like the what I needed to do. I tried shooting at something and it alerted them when really I was supposed to like follow the electrical wires up. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I just wasn't paying attention to what Reed was telling me to do.
0: Luckily that was like right at the beginning. So at least there's that. <laughs> um, no, it was, uh, there was, I think I had I ended up restarting and I was at the end so because I hit (laughs) I guess I I just didn't think about it because like I got a little like uh worried because there's a part at the end where like uh a duo patrol catches sight of Solomon for like a second or they hear something um so they go on alert and I thought that this was like like something really bad. And I was like, Oh, I got to kill them right away before they alert everyone else. And it like fucks up everything, but that's not like what, that's just an automatic thing that happens. And you're supposed to like, wait for a moment before you actually like hit them. And like, part of it is that you do have to be like thoughtful about like who you're shooting. um, If you shoot people, because you do need to be sure to hit the people that are not in sight lines of other individuals so like whenever these two this duo was going if you shoot the dude in the front first it will aggro the entire fucking floor right but if you shoot the dude in the back the dude in the front doesn't see it and doesn't hear anything because it's so silent and then you can shoot him and you're good so you do have to like be mindful of stuff like that um but yeah so i fucked that up and I had to. Go, I wanted to go back and fix it because Solomon told me that we did a shit job, and I was like, I don't want to be bad. Subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up. He was like, we gotta, we gotta do better than that. That was like, that was. He, he said something like real messed up, like that, like it made me feel belittled, and I was like, I'm, I'm going back. Okay, I'm going back.
1: You so, did it right. Good job.
0: Yep. Yeah. But once we get that, he lets down that little bridge. Um and you take the sniper rifle with you. Um, I never used it again because I don't use guns, so it's whatever. Um, and you hop over into the laundry room, put on your fancy ass suits, get all dripped out, um, and can head into the party. And it is quite the party. Oh, yes. It's fancy, it is very fancy. Um, so you get in there and you see that Kurt Hansen has pretty much every big hitter in Night City in this place. Uh, like, he has the news people, he has uh, I think you run into was Jillian Jordan or something like that. Like, she's uh, there's the one, the talk show person that does the like uh, at the beginning of the game where she talks about like the uh is like super carrier, mm-hmm. ser- super carrier, uh, Kujira or the whale. Um, and you <laughs> so- can flirt with her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you ran into her. Uh-uh. I ran into her and she like is actively, fl- she's looking for like someone to spend the night with. And I'm like, like, oh, man, that sounds great. But, like, can I hit you up at the end of the night? Because, yeah, I, like, flirted with her. And, like, I told her, like, I'll hit you up back up at the end of the night. I didn't end up going back because I was like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, nothing. Because I think she gets a little, like, turned off that you don't, like, go with her immediately or something. Um, but I just thought it was funny. Um Yeah, there's the uh, Arif, Arif Iqbal. Uh-huh. And then... The other like big news person. Um there's also oh man, I'm trying to think who else the big Mr. Hands is there. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's interesting. He tells you, like, don't talk to me a bit basically he's like, Don't talk to me, we shouldn't be seen together. And so you're like, Yeah, no, for sure. And then you like, but he will like text you immediately after you interact with him and tell you, like, hey, like, good shit on getting in here. Um and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, and you know, he says something about like, you know, he doesn't even realize that like both like how many people are working together that are in here right now or something. And I was like, "Mr. Hands, cool guy. Um, he's I think he's my favorite fixer now. <laughs> like he's just so he's so
1: chill. Um, Hands is awesome." Uh,
0: there's some other people here of note. Um, you kind of can find them on the map. They are like green dots. So they're like significant. So you can kind of go around and like talk and interact with people um, and whatnot. There's quite a few of them here. Um, So I spent a lot of time doing that. And then uh, uh, Solomon's or Reed is waiting for you by the bar and you will go, you go talk to him um, and then you will get a notification from Songbird to meet her up on the mezzanine. My brain turns off for like solid ten minutes.
1: Just yeah. saying
0: she uh, is uh, a freaking baddie.
1: <laughs> I that dress did things. And I hmm. I wasn't expecting to see. I mean, obviously we weren't expecting to see as much cyber on her than we do because in the relic visions, she looks pretty like organic We can tell obviously she has some, but we don't see the back of her head. We don't see her Whoa. entire fucking spine.
0: Yeah. So her, you see a lot because her relic, avatar. I'll just say that for the sake of things. Cause, but mm-hmm. like it is, she is, you know, she is wearing a full net running suit with like her like jacket over it. So like you really only see the skin on like her face and her hands and that is it. Um, but yeah, once you get up here, she is wearing a, uh, a very revealing dress and yeah, the full back of her, she has like, um, I think in edge runners, they called it like a deep, uh, deep net port. Mm-hmm. Um, that like Lucy has or whatever in the background. She has that and a whole lot like just all down her back like the like her backside like from like the waist up is pretty much all cybered. Yeah. Um, she even has like sh- cyber like shoulder joints and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks really cool. Um, I definitely didn't notice that at first because I walked up and I wasn't expecting to see that much leg. Yeah. <laughs> because that dress is slitted up to the hip and i was like oh <laughs> uh, hello um so you know it's fine um but yeah you have a little small conversation with her um about uh well for a moment uh, you know talking about things and then reed will walk up there meet you And he kind of has his, like, coming face-to-face with Songbird again moment um, that will, like, take over. And uh, there's a lot of heavy emotions and stress there. He gets real, like, uh, in the dumps after this conversation. And then Kurt Hansen will walk up, uh, curious to see what his... uh, his arm candy doing with these people because apparently he that she is like his personal net runner or something and it's like hold up wait a minute mm. what's going on here um and you know you just we start to get some more of the pieces locking in with what songbird is actually doing here and realizing that uh yeah, she was behind some shit.
1: Rough, yeah. Rough.
0: <clears throat> so this is rough. But um as you're leaving, she like touches your or sorry, as she's leaving, she like touches your face, which I was like, hold up, whoa, um can't be doing shit like that to me. Um, but that is just to establish the connection back to the relic. So she walks away and then her avatar pops up to tell you what's going on. Um, she needs something called like the neural matrix. And that is the key to curing the both of you. Um, and you need to get Solomon on board. So, yeah. So we have that conversation. You go meet up Solomon at the like back of the fucking club. Dude is hiding. He is upset. Uh, mm-hmm. and you tell him all the information that she gave you. Um, Oh, she also hid a data shard in a champagne <laughs> Yeah, she leaves a data shard for you. You give it to him, um, and you start discussing how you are going to have to—or sorry, she told you you needed to impersonate some net runners. Um, mm-hmm. And so you tell him about that, and you have to compile a uh, what did they call it?
1: Good dossier. A dossier.
0: Yeah, there was like a specific word for it. I can't remember. But you have to compile like uh, a thing for them. Also, I forgot um, right after like the songbird thing or whatever, there is a Lizzy Wizzy performance, which is super cool. Um, yes. Yeah, I I regret not cause Jin has informed me that you can go talk to Lizzie after that. I did not know that. So I didn't cause I didn't even realize it was Lizzie. Whizzy.
1: Oh. <laughs> um,
0: I didn't even realize who it was. I just thought it was a cool performance or whatever. And I watched it up from the mezzanine. Um, but it was really cool. I like, lo- I like the song. I've been kind of obsessed with the song since then, because I've been listening to it on repeat on Spotify. Um, it's in the cyberpunk album. It's called delicate weapon. Um, or the cyberpunk playlist soundtrack, whatever it's called. Um, But yeah, so you have to compile basically a personality like portfolio or whatever on these two in order to be able to accurately impersonate them. So what better to do that than to gamble? Oh, yes. Um, So, you are given um, government funds to buy chips, um, which is probably the best use of government funds uh, that you can be given access to. Uh, and you go play roulette. With and not a small amount. You get 80 grand. 80,000. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did buy all 100 grand worth. Uh, Me too. Just shits and giggles. Um, but yeah, so you got to go. Uh, play roulette with this brother and sister netrunner I did spot them earlier in the party they had green circles and I was like who the fuck are these people because obviously they're important but like you can't interact with them or anything in the pre-party uh, other than like listen, I think they interact with the bartender but they don't interact with you um, mm. other than maybe like a one-off like dialogue thing, like you know uh, nothing too crazy. Um, fucking damn. Yeah, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to tag team this with Reed um, so that he can compile on the brother and you can compile on the sister. Um, you end up having to do it both by yourself, but Alex is in your ear the whole time, like giving you like pointers. So, you know, nothing big. But this sister had me acting up. <laughs> she was... So flirtatious and with the accent and everything. And I was just, I'm just, hold up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the sister, I was really, really into. I think it was super fun interacting with her, flirting back with her, but also like holding a little bit back. So that way it wasn't seeming like I was coming on too strong. And then the brothers just like fucking like wet paper towel. I got nothing from him.
0: I mean, it's fine. It happens. You kind of interact with her for the most part. And then like, it like kind of switches over. You pay a bit more attention to, to him to like compile his thing. Um, but he is definitely a much quieter, reserved individual. Whereas his sister is much more fun and outgoing. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. um, and it's definitely super fun to be her later on. <laughs> um, but Which
1: you know, is so that's, crazy. That's, yeah, I mean, uh, so I want to mention this really quick is that you get to experience the game as the sister. I got to experience the game as the brother. Really? So it
0: mm-hmm. does, it changes depending on male or female V? Mm hmm. Okay, interesting. Okay, that's, hmm. I wonder like the big differences there because like I mean, yeah, I got to be the sister and like the brother has never talked so much as when Alex was being the brother uh, this man did not talk that much it's like funny because Alex was like he was like super talkative in that scene and I was like, I was like Alex, you we, we turn it back his bro did not say shit um. Right. But I got to be real fun and flirty. I got to touch up on. uh, We should save
1: that for when we We get to that. We should definitely save
0: that. But I just, it was just, it was, it's fun. She's great. She's a fun character. I'm so sad that our time with her is so limited. But you know, I'll take it. It was a lot of fun. Um, But at the end of this game, uh, and you can win this. Uh, you can win the roulette, but I, I didn't, um, I should have known always bet on black. Um, I think I did. Maybe you can't win. Maybe not. I don't know. That's the, wait a second. Hmm.
1: Now I don't know.
0: Huh? I don't know either. Um, but then, uh, Hanson will show up to the table um, and he basically is like, "Okay, who the fuck are you?" <laughs> it's like he's starting to pick up, uh, and you basically you're caught, you're made. Um, he tells you like, "Oh, your friend's gonna be waiting for you downstairs. Get out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or else we're gonna have some issues." Um, but yeah, so no, but he does reveal a very specific thing here that Songbird came to him willingly. She has not been coerced or anything into this. She's the one that came up with the idea of um, uh, what we will basically learn real quick. Or not, we already know, but they will use, uh, put into the words of commit high treason. Uh, So, yeah, definitely on having trouble here this is where it starts to really split on the different sides of things right um so um i can't remember is is her little thing it is part of the next quest slide okay songbirds like scene at her apartment or whatever
1: no it's basically uh, so after hansen comes and talks to you you can either leave peacefully or you can break out a fight and then we continue to talk to Reed and get a little bit more knowledge out of him. And then up, mm-hmm. is, up next is the next quest. But I think we should wrap it up here for tonight. Uh, we've gone over a lot of really cool information. I did have a few additional things to add because I looked up the list of all the different celebrities that you can see in mm-hmm. there. We talked about Jillian Jordan, uh, Eric Arif Iqbal, Josh Kavorkin, Ziggy Q, Ruth Zeng, uh, Stanley Media, Reverend Culver, uh, Weldon Holt, the Deputy Mayor, Jerry Falter, the NCPD Commissioner, um, Mm -hmm. Hideshi Hideshi Hino? Isn't that the guy that people think that um, uh, uh, Takamura is? I need to go back and... Oh, yeah, you.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. You can, like, go talk to him and be like, you
1: know, you look like a friend of mine. There are three people I'm- on this list that are totally dependent on your choices in the other portions of oh. the game. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Maiko, uh, The clouds manager.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I think I killed her. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. No, we didn't. Maybe I missed her, but I'm going to have to go. Well, I mean, I have a save. I have a save where I can go back. It's fine. <laughs> uh,
1: and then there are two high ranking tiger claws uh, who I think you do are also a part of that mission. Marcus Ishida and uh, June Azagami. Oh, I guess maybe
0: Michael, I, maybe Michael might be there if you let her be in charge. But of yeah. course, I didn't do that. <laughs>
1: Right. Uh and I think these are the guys that are watching the brain dances that she's asking you to kill. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So okay. I definitely killed them. So
1: uh yeah. And maybe. then of, c- of course hands, Lizzy, Wizzy, and Reverend Culver. So lots of cool yeah. people to go talk to. Uh mm-hmm.
0: I, I uh there was another note at the end. Um I couldn't follow because it was, like, blocked off at this point. But, like, as I was leaving, there is, like, a, like, encounter with, like, a bar guest officer and, like, a guest or whatever where the guest is reporting that, like, he thinks something weird was happening in the laundry room. Mm -hmm. So, like, basically they get clued in on, like, uh, I guess your entrance to the thing. I don't think they ever... I don't know if they figure out that it was you that did it, but it was just funny that it was just kind of, like, Oh, so they did, like, notice this.
1: Yeah. So we would have eventually been caught anyways. So, but yeah. Um, I don't know if we talked about this when, normally, when we start a mission for the day, uh, we talk about this. The title of the job comes from the song You Know My Name by Chris Cornell, and it is the theme song for the 2006 James Bond film, Casino Royale.
0: That makes so much sense,
1: isn't it? Fucking perfect. <laughs> so funny. It's perfect. Oh,
0: that is perfect. That is perfect. Um, small note: uh, If um, you do end up talking to Lizzie Wizzy, uh, apparently you get like an, a unique, like, uh, is it like a headwear piece mm-hmm. um, that the one she was wearing during the show? Um, and then once you go back to your apartment there is a brain dance that you can watch of her performance.
1: Yes. Um, if you are wearing the Akamiri sound cutter, people will recognize it and they will quote, I'm a Lizzie Wizzy fan too.
0: That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. It's uh it was, it was, I love, I love me a big party infiltration. That's, one of my favorite tropes.
1: <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay. I'm looking into this headpiece a little bit more. Wearing this headpiece as a female V will turn V's hair into that of Lizzy Wizzy's while wearing it as a male will turn his hair white.
0: I'll have to I'll have to see what that looks like on my V because my V has shinati hair.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: I um, modeled this character after Shinati. <laughs> uh,
1: of course, it does require that you have talked to Lizzie before this completed her um, questline called Violence. Yep. Or else have, she has no idea who you are.
0: I have successfully hidden the body of her uh, manager.
1: Yes. So. All right, Toasty, I think this is a good spot for us to finally wrap it up for the night call it Mm -hmm. here
0: sounds good
1: uh please give us a follow on twitter at cyberpunk lore and visit us on patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast you can find me on the two girls one ship podcast where we analyze rate and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer
0: and you can find me on the uh, witcher lorecast i can finally say the things um it was a big secret we were holding on to for a while that we were going to be able to do this uh we managed to get the voice of geralt's from the witcher video games doug cockle on the podcast we got to interview him um which uh definitely devolved into just talking about whatever and it was a fucking great time um and i'm living on cloud cloud nine this week because that is like a life accomplishment goal at this point um and it was just awesome it was just fucking sick it was awesome um so yeah go check that out um fucking hour and a half long episode and i do
1: not care (laughs) it was worth it and it was so good so good
0: Uh, But I also do the Cyberpunk Red Live Play Podcast, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk apostrophe D, that I do with the Fumbling For an Almighty Crit Gang.
1: And at the end of every episode, we shout out Miracle of Sound for allowing his music to be used. We use little clips from the Neon Red instrumental remix. Uh, So thank you. Go show him some love and support while you're out there.
0: Stay safe in Dogtown.
1: Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shenko, And I'm Psych 88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights, and everything in between. The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.